0: Hi everybody guys. I need to read you a text that I got from Caroline last Which night. Which
1: one? while well, okay while well, I was watching it um <laughs> yeah I'll we'll let you in here's a little behind the scenes let's t- let's peek behind the curtain shall we'll we um I said I said we Beth and I we got on Skype we set up we we were talking about the episode and then I was like let me just ask you this can we just make this a short episode and yeah. she said that's fine exactly like that <laughs> <laughs> she said that's fine and I said good because this is fucking bullshit
0: that's literally record. the actual exact conversation that we just had. It's word for word. Go ahead, what read, we him, just read him. Read him the text. So I got a text from Caroline last night because we had made plans to record tonight, and so uh, usually because we are on so different time schedules, she watches the episode the day before. I usually watch it the day of, and so I get a text from her last night, two a.m. Central Time. That says or 2 a.m. Eastern time. That says, "Do I have to finish this misogynistic piece of shit of an episode?" And I said, "Yes, you do." But that's how we feel. That's how we feel about this episode, which is weird and uncharacteristically horrible. For it's very strange for us for I, an episode of Buffy. You know,
1: my like, okay, so I live with my aunt now, and, um, which sounds like, oh, she moved in with her aunt, but, like, my aunt's not, like, my aunt, she's more like my my big sister. Her aunt's,
0: her aunt's, like, two years older than me. Um... One year older?
1: that's not true. She's four years older than me Four
0: years older. She's 30? My aunt is 30.
1: I also live with a young man named Jeff, who's just delightful. Hello, Jeff. Um, he's helping me mount some shelves this weekend, but, um, he he doesn't know yet, but he's going to. (laughs) Uh... But I, you know, I live, I live with these people and I go, alright, I gotta go upstairs and watch Buffy. And then, like, the next day they're always like, hey, how was the episode this week? You know, they check in with me. And, um, today I told them that it was literally the worst episode of Buffy I've ever seen.
0: Can I tell you something? Okay. He Do wrote it. maybe my least favorite episode of the entire series. This same person? Yes. It was written by a man. Oh, a big fucking surprise! <laughs> oh, a big
1: huge surprise! Surprise, everybody!
0: Is that something we haven't man. seen?
1: We haven't seen this other episode that he's written. Is this his first episode of television that no, he's ever wrote? Is he, this his first script? Wrote, I'll cut him a um, break if this is wrote his first smashed?
0: script which I believe is either the first or second episode in which Buffy and Spike have sex.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a sex episode. Are you Googling it? And Yeah, that's it. Smashed, Wrecked, and
0: something. Or Wrecked, Smashed, and something. No, Wrecked is the car wreck. I think Smashed is the first episode, the one where they Mm. actually do the deed.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. Yes. (sighs) Yep. I'm looking at pictures. Oh, and it's also when Willow sneaks off with Amy, the former what a rat. a <laughs> fucking
0: bad episode. Drew yeah, Greenberg, I, mean, it's another... I have your number. I've got my eye on you. I didn't realize you. that
1: we had his name. I hadn't thought about it. Dude, we're going to cyber bully the shit out of him.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: When this episode comes out. I want you to just, I want, here, listen, I'll do it. You don't even have to do it. I'm going to drop a link of this. I'm going to find his Facebook or Twitter or whatever the fuck, and I'm going to drop him a link to this episode of the podcast because he should know that um, his use of tropes in this episode was not funny or clever or strategic in the slightest. You fell into the pit hole, my friend. You said, oh, I know. I'll take a feminist show like Buffy, and then I'll use horrible tropes, horrible assumptions, and stereotypes of women. And because I'm applying them to Buffy, they'll be funny. Yeah. Because she is such a strong character. And you know I believe that really this is disappointing? the intention, and I could be incorrect. Tell me.
0: He is a gay Jewish man. Drew! Andrew. First of all, his name is Andrew. definitely Andrew. <laughs> Your mother and I are very disappointed in you. <laughs> True. Yeah,
1: I will be speaking with your mother, Andrew.
0: Um, listen,
1: I'm not going to walk everybody through this because this I'm not going to waste everybody's time. Um, the gist of it is that there is a love spell that has been put on this varsity letterman's jacket. Let's hit the highlights, okay? Okay. Buffy almost fucks him and is only stopped because Xander finally, somebody finally realizes, hey, these women I've known my entire life are acting kind of strange. <laughs> Maybe something supernatural's going on mm-hmm. that I need to check into. It's so Xander finally figures out because Dawn is talking about how she wants to kill herself or something like that. and um that was a lot too that was a lot but um but he like finds Buffy and finds her on top of this at most 18 year old boy
0: Yeah, the actor is actually 10 years older than Michelle Trachtenberg and 2 years older than Sarah Michelle Gellar wow but in the show in the show he's a high schooler yes So,
1: he's, like, about to fuck Buffy, and then, oh my god, can you imagine? Can you imagine if that had happened on the show, and then, like, the next four episodes were about her dealing with the repercussions?
0: What if she got pregnant? Wow. That would be a really bad last half of season seven. that
1: That went to a weird place. Yeah, well. I had never thought about any of these characters being pregnant. That it never like that thought it never. One time my
0: mind. I read a fan fiction where Buffy goes back in time and finds Spike, but like Spike pre-vampiring, and has sex with him, and then she gets pregnant, and then she goes back to the present, and so she and Spike have a baby, even though vampires can't get people pregnant.
1: I have respect for that logic that yeah, this writer has put together. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm glad that together. they...
0: Because I'm a sucker. at Let me tell you something, Caroline. I'm a sucker for family. For family fix. I didn't know that. I mean, I just... It's it's sometimes you I just actually need, didn't know that. Like, you just need, like, a you know, X and Y raising a baby together or something like there's a, there's a really good fic where Remus and Sirius kidnap Harry from the Dursleys. That's um, the dream. It's called um, stealing Harry. It's called stealing Harry. <laughs> yeah. And then the sequel is called raising Harry because okay. Harry, Harry moves in with them and they raise him. And this that's is why
1: most prisoner of Azkaban.
0: Uh, no, it's before um, okay. So it's an alternate universe where Sirius never gets kidnapped. Or kidnapped, good lord, arrested. Yeah, the police kidnap you and take you to...
1: <laughs> I mean, Can you imagine if that's what actually... If, if, like, I just woke up one morning and I was like, yeah, I mean, Beth never came home last night. Where do you think she is? And we're putting missing posters all around <laughs> town, and in reality, you're just in jail. I'm in jail. That might be kind of a good incentive because... Like, when you're you, thinking about... Yeah. Okay, people who are doing things that end up getting them arrested, they already know that they that they might get arrested when they do this, right. depending on, like, where they are, you know? Yeah. So, it might deter you from saying, oh, this might get me arrested, but I'm going to do it anyway, if you knew that, like, other people would be... Well, I don't know, because then you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get arrested, so everybody's worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that my brain went there? I don't know. Does that mean I'm an attention whore? Which is also, I said that the other day. I was like, I'm an attention whore just because it's like an internet term.
0: Yeah. And then I was like,
1: that's a weird thing.
0: Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, attention I'm a, hog. I'm a whore for attention. <laughs> I sell my body for attention. Um, yeah. Attention I, hog. Yeah, attention hog, attention seeker um
1: seeker is not i'd write that if i was writing a psycho an essay on psychology
0: but i would never call somebody an attention, attention seeker see- what if they said what if what if my therapist my dear sweet therapist whom i love what if when she was writing in her little notebook she wrote attention whore wow what if she did
1: <laughs> um you are not supposed to be reading your therapist's notes on you
0: well, yeah, I guess I would never know, would I? No, yeah, you're not supposed to be. I would never know if if I was an attention whore clinically.
1: <laughs> if I had been clinically diagnosed, diagnosed
0: or not, whore at birth. Yeah, and people would be like, "How are you doing?"
1: I'd be like, oh, "I um not so good. I I just got a diagnosis back." And they'd be <laughs> like, "What?" Are you okay is every is everything all right is there anything i can do can i bring you a tater tot casserole
0: and you're like yes and i'd be like and
1: i'd be like yeah that would actually be really helpful i um well okay but don't tell anybody but but i got diagnosed as an attention whore (laughs) and um i'm gonna have to go through six weeks of treatment
0: yeah where nobody flush it out where nobody looks at me physically
1: Nobody physically looks at my corporeal being. <laughs> well, that's not even how people get attention these days, is it?
0: Mm-mm. Internet. I get
1: all my attention on the internet. Mm-hmm. I get I get most, or at least 50-50. Probably 50-50, I'd say. Well,
0: both of our jobs are based on the internet now, so it's like... <coughs> man, this is what we've been raised for. Excuse me. Um...
1: Yeah, both of our jobs are on the internet, and Beth and I were talking about this beforehand. We were like, I was stretching before we started because I just got home from work, and I was like, man, I really, I sit all day. Mm-hmm. I sit all day, and Beth was like, why do we pick jobs where we have, we're, we're just sitting and staring at computers all day, and I was like, that's the only thing that we have practice at. Yep.
0: It's the, it is it's the thing I'm best at.
1: It's, uh, it really is for me. It's my number one skill is, like, online communications. Yeah. Um, I don't know where were we.
0: It doesn't There's matter. A spell okay, on the so Letterman's Spike jacket. moves in with Xander. That's like okay, the, that's another. I thing. would say that's the main plot development. Okay, right. that you're looking for. That is the only thing in this episode that happens that has any bearing on the rest of the season. Okay. Um, okay. Spike moves in with Xander because the basement is making him crazy. Um. Yeah. Obviously, the only good scenes in this episode are with Spike because Spike doesn't care about anything. He's just try- Yeah. He's just trying to keep from going insane.
1: <coughs> There's actually a couple of things that were A very strange but B kind of cool. Um one of them is the like 80s montage
0: with like the base the underneath editing and the directing and the like production and of this writing episode and the is acting bonkers and the making. it's
1: it's really bonkers. it's really strange
0: like there are the, the shins okay
1: yeah yeah there New were a lot of like by
0: the shins
1: there's a lot of like musical inserts when that you did, get
0: when did uh garden state come out let's see
1: oh i don't know that's definitely where i got that song from i think from, it was though.
0: 2004 and i think this episode aired in 2002 Let's see. The first ever. <gasps> I'm so min- good at this. Yeah.
1: I mean, you better be. It
0: came out in 2004. Um, So, uh, so Garden State was copying this horrible episode of Buffy. Um, Probably. So there's two songs. There's two, like, music drops, which as we, I like, we have specifically talked about this at least, I would say, twice, maybe more than that. But... This show doesn't do music drops. No,
1: I mean, well they don't really do I mean, obviously they have like tonal music, but yeah. I've never I've never really noticed like any non-diegetic sound. So like any
0: except for um I've always noticed I've to Oh you.
1: god, that was the same. Dude, that was the same fucking episode the, um the Smashed Isn't Smashed whenever no, he's, like... No, it's,
0: um... That is the episode before Smashed.
1: Are you sure? I Okay, am, the episode... That, Beth that is, episode hold is on.
0: Tabula Rasa. That is Tabula Rasa, which is... Let me see. Okay, so... So, Smashed is the ninth episode. Tabula Rasa, I believe, is the Tabula Rasa
1: is the tenth. No, it's the tenth, I think.
0: I will kill you. No. Once more with feeling... <laughs> What's more of a feeling is the sound <laughs> of Hold on.
1: So the scene that I'm talking about is um, whenever like Buffy comes to the door of the crypt, whenever Spike is still living in the crypt, no. and they like put their hands
0: up against the wall. No, and that's they're fl- like, that's like that's in Tabula Rasa. No, that's not in Tabula Rasa. That's in late season six.
1: Okay, I was like, oh, but Spike sleeps with Anya in Tabula Rasa. I
0: remember that song. That's a weird or, song.
1: excuse me, excuse me, does Anya make out with Giles in Tabula Rasa? She does. Okay, sorry. I got things mixed up for a second because I've only seen the show once. I said something that was wrong, but we were kind of talking over each other.
0: So <laughs> I, I got fine. heated because I know... Th- uh the only reason I uh know that is because I watch, um Once More With Feeling and Tabula Rasa kind of as a package deal. Interesting. Um but That's uh, cute. So it goes Once More With Feeling, Tabula Rasa, smashed, wrecked, and then whatever the one after that is. Um mm. But
1: <clears throat> yes. Do you want to hear what else I hated about it? Please. About this episode? Um the cheerleading tryout. The that cheerleading was stupid. Tryout. It was point blank stupid. This
0: episode point, is like, stupid.
1: Zero percent merit. No points for effort. No points for execution. Um, <laughs> no points for idea. Zero points. You've scored a net. If I could give you a negative score, I would. Yes. Um, Andrew, assuming you're still Andrew. listening. <laughs> Um, yeah, Dawn... Oh, well, God bless oh, us, geez. everyone. Um, it's the season. It but, is. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so Dawn is under his love spell caused by it's his so, fucking like, leather jacket.
0: I can't, jacket,
1: I can't... And she steals Buffy's old cheerleading uniform and tries out for the cheerleading team. And I understand that, um... In the-, the, the logic, yes, the theory behind this is that she's under this spell, so Dawn doesn't have any cheerleading she wants skills. She to get
0: closer to the football guy.
1: Or anything, so like her being under this spell is what makes her act so crazy as to try out for the cheerleading team whenever god like Dawn is so cool Dawn is fucking cool Dawn and I I like would have wanted to be Dawn's friend me in too high
0: especially god and it just sucks because especially going from the episode with her and Cassie where she's yeah
1: that's okay that's exactly what I'm talking about that she's like super cool she's funny she's quick and like the fact that you're gonna say oh and then she's gonna do a cartwheel in front of the popular kids and fall down. Yeah. And then she's gonna try to kill herself because of it.
0: Oh my god.
1: Are you joking? Are you joking?
0: And I'm just, it's, you know, and I understand that she's under a spell or whatever, but it's also, like, she's like, you don't know true love. She looks Buffy and Summers in the face, who has been in three serious relationships. And she says, you don't know true love. Buffy, who, like, would have rather died than have hurt Angel right you know she's like and Buffy just takes it I mean I guess that's just the best thing you can do in that situation but it's just like Dawn oh my you idiot you big stupid dumb idiot yeah
1: well, the, here's the thing. Don would never say that.
0: No, 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 no. And and that's Don like
1: Don knows Buffy. Don understands Buffy better than anybody at this point. She's the only one who actually like asks questions. Everybody else makes a lot of assumptions about her and like says like Oh, you think you're the law?" Whereas Don is like, "Do you think that you're the law?" Sometimes yeah. you know, and like yeah. actually asking somebody's opinion of something before pressing it on them. So Dawn would never say anything like that. No. And Buffy certainly wouldn't go up to a 17-year-old and say, I'm just like you. But with, you know, sexual
0: experience. Um, she's like, I'm not that much older than Dawn. I'm like, but you're actually six years older than Dawn. So I don't know what to tell you.
1: Honey, get out. I'm doing my podcast. Honey. Get out. I love
0: her. She's
1: the best. She's the best. But um, she was like, hey,
0: what are you doing? It's because she wants to be on the podcast. We've already mm, talked about this.
1: Probably. Uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's um about all I have to say. Yeah,
0: this episode is bad.
1: I don't even want to like, waste... And I'm not
0: saying this as a... Um, I'm not saying this as a uh like um I'm trying to spike stan as they mm. say Mhm. As they say among the youth.
1: A spikeaholic?
0: Um yes, a I'm trying to think of um a, something a, catchy. A a, a spiky spike head. <laughs> no. Um, no way. No, no, no. I don't
1: know. Um, no way. Go with
0: Spikeaholic. That one's all right. Spikeaholic. Okay. So I, as speaking as one of those folks, <laughs> um, I'm not. I truly am not just saying this because I love him with no, all of my heart. No, problems. no, no. The mm-hmm. best scenes in this episode are with Spike. Yeah, because they're the only ones that are actually
1: relevant. Everything else is like, oh, what's wrong with Willow? She likes men now. Willow literally that is about is to the do a spell. St-
0: I. I could scream.
1: It shouldn't have you know what would have been cool, Andrew? <laughs> is if you had the spell work on everybody but Spike, Xander and Willow. Yeah. That would've that would have been cool. And also but, um, why doesn't it
0: work on Spike and Xander?
1: Yeah, if it's gonna if it's gonna work on Willow, then it has to work on yeah. Spike and Xander okay. as well. Yeah, let's That's go the with logic. that
0: logic. Okay, let's go yeah. with that logic. If it only works on people who are attracted wow. to men,
1: wow.
0: if it only works on people who are attracted to men, then why does it work on Willow? And if it's gonna yeah. just be an indiscriminate love spell, why doesn't it work on Xander and Spike?
1: Wow, I didn't even think of that while I was watching it because of all the heteronormativity
0: in my head. I know. Well, it would just, and I would, you know, I just, I feel that they would have done a bad job with it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, um... They
1: did do a bad job with it Yeah, I mean, you know... It really couldn't get much worse. It couldn't get much worse. Even then, if you, like, if you tried to do, you know, like... If you're implying that if they had made the spell work on Xander and Spike, first of all, they're the ones who broke the spell, so they would have been in trouble without those two having the right frame of mind. Yeah. Which is just like a plot point like as a writer you know you try to think of these things that are going to get in the way of the the things that you're trying to do mm-hmm. um but if you're also implying that they would have done something like also super sexist yeah, you know by be, like making yeah or like like making Xander and Spike suddenly super effeminate yeah yeah no
0: that's like when
1: they not. um i could do this i could do this episode oh man if we did a revamp of this episode I bet we can make it really fucking funny.
0: I'm sure. There were some really funny parts, and that's what's annoying is because I think they meant the whole episode to be super knee-slapping ha-ha jokes. It just fell so flat. It fell
1: so um, offensively. And yeah. like... It's, like, all these over-determined ideologies that have just... that are just old. They're just They've old. just fallen and out
0: of the way... Like, they've fallen out of the cultural, like, lexicon. It's like... Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just, like... Even with high schoolers these days... I don't think high schoolers act like that. I think high schoolers are smart. And that's the thing. It's just, like... Even... Even with... Even... Like, in the beginning, when RJ is talking to ex-football player and ex-cheerleaders, he's, like, they're all being super, like, superficial and dumb. And I'm like, even with... I mean, don't get me wrong, I knew some idiots in high school. No, I know
1: idiots, but also, like, people who are so dumb that they don't realize they're being rude are still trying to be nice. Like, people don't just walk around, like, acting like dicks.
0: Yeah, it's just... I don't know. Ugh. It the whole Ugh. the whole concept is just upsetting, and so like it's just like I'm I'm I I'm like, come come on guys like I know I know the Buffy the Buffy writers room can do better than this, but I know what it is. It's because the next episode is the best episode in season seven. Interesting. It's the seventh episode. It's always how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: definitely excited for that. I also, it's it's just a shame because filler episodes can be so good. Yeah. And I understand, I understand the necessity of a filler episode. I'm trying like to think of a good,
0: you know, you know, it's a filler episode that Caroline personally loves.
1: Are you talking about the Zeppo?
0: Is, well, the Zeppo, yes. The Zeppo's a...
1: The Zeppo's a good filler episode. Like a
0: classic filler episode. I kind I think
1: the Zeppo was my first 10 on the podcast.
0: In, not Innocence.
1: Oh, you might have got me there.
0: Yeah, I was gonna you say. Got uh, me there. Um,
1: wait, what's the filler episode that you really like, uh, or that I really like? Praying mantis.
0: But all of season the one is a filler up until the last se- last episode. So that's not really fair. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's um. There's so much like camp. But going I'm trying. On so on so I'm trying
0: to think of um filler. Okay, I'm gonna try and come up with a filler episode that I really love. Um, from. Let me think. I know season five really well. I really like um Oh
1: god. Do you need a second to think about this? I because I have a lot to say about vamp, filler episodes. Vamp. Vamp. Okay, I'll do it. Um I'm trying to. <laughs> it's funny because we're on a vampire podcast. <laughs> okay. So um filler episodes can be really, really awesome because you can take like, okay, I'm gonna talk about the Zeppo while Beth is thinking of hers. Okay. Um they were like okay we have a second like we have 22 episodes to fill. it's a lot of episodes of tv to write in however like whatever the period of time they have yeah. to write it but um they like they were like okay let's do a character study you know let's talk about what happens when nobody's listening to xander and everybody's caught up in their own shit but xander's in like some actual trouble yeah. you know um but doesn't have anybody to back him up that's awesome Saying, like, what what would happen if season... What's
0: Is that in season three? It's in season three. Because he loses his virginity to faith.
1: That's right. That's right. Ah, good for him. Good for um, him.
0: She's <laughs> a hottie. So,
1: yeah, she is. So, um, Eliza Dushku, if you're listening to this, please call come me. Come on the show! Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't even have to come on the show. You can call me, I will not tell anybody that you call, she won't you tell will never me. have to come she on this podcast all you'll get out of this is like a <laughs> bottle of champagne and a nice dinner and a good night yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah like that's that's interesting to say okay we we have a second here let's go deeper like let's take one person and look at it so like there's so many instances in the show where i would have been like you know give me 40 minutes on buffy how's yeah. she feeling about this How's Willow feeling about this? You, that's what I'd take over this piece of shit. <laughs> I'd take I'd take a Willow episode. That's what I want.
0: Mm-hmm. Because... You know it's a good filler episode. It's freaking the wish.
1: That is a good filler episode. That's a filler. A I mean, you can't say episode. it's not. Yeah, it,
0: um, it's
1: just. But it's good. So people are like, oh, well, that doesn't count as a filler. Fillers don't have to be bad. Okay, that's my point. That's the point of the. That's the point that's of the. That's the whole point. Get creative. Find out what you would want to know more about, like, your world, and then, like, create that.
0: hmm Don't just be the like, episode, oh, we've got to buy ourselves some time where, um, until the
1: best episode of season seven.
0: The episode where Buffy and Cordelia get trapped in a cabin in the woods during Slayer Fest 98. When they're being hunted by Trick. Oh, my God. I cannot
1: remember that. Yeah, I do remember that now.
0: That's a good episode, because you get some development. The prom, you know what? No, that's my, I mean, I wouldn't say it's entirely filler, filler. because um, Buffy Buffy and Angel break up for the last time. Yeah. But everything else in the episode is so inconsequential. I will say that the Buffy and Angel breakup is like the majority of the episode, though.
1: Yeah, that's not a filler. That's well, no way a filler. It's in one, of, it's the, one of my favorite good episodes. Good old fashioned in any case. Um I do really like that episode too.
0: It's just the the um speech. It really Yeah. It really gets me. Um
1: so so let me ask you this.
0: What do you rate this episode? What do I rate it? Um I'm gonna give it a two. I was gonna give it a two. <gasps> ah! Because I was gonna only- give it a two. The only good things in it are the, um, the scenes where Spike is funny. There's Mm -hmm. a a scene where, um, they go and they visit RJ's brother. And he's like, he was, he was, he's like, he was writing poetry. And Spike, cut to Spike, who rolls his eyes. Because Spike was a poet. Yeah. And poetry's awesome. Yeah. Um... I just love that they included that without having to, like, because if, you, if you've never watched the show before and you saw that scene, you'd be like, oh, Spike is just woke. And Spike knows it's cool to write poetry. Right. But if you hadn't, you would, or if you had watched the rest of the show and you saw that, you would be like, Spike was a poet. You take it back. Yeah. <laughs> um So that was fun. Also, another really good one is when Buffy is outside Principal Wood's office and Spike fucking Mm. takes her down.
1: That was the other thing. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what it was. So I I did. I was Okay. So the montage that I'm talking about, it's like the 80s
0: montage.
1: Yeah, it's like, so each of the four women in the show, Buffy, Dawn, Willow, and Anya, have each individually figured out some type of extremist way to quote-unquote prove their love for this fucking asshole. Yeah. And so there's like a, it's like a four-way split screen between the four of them. So you see Willow, what she's doing, full screen, and then it shrinks back to a quarter of the screen. And then you see Buffy, what she's doing, and then it shrinks back to a quarter of the screen. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I know it sucked, but they tried something, so that's a point for effort. Uh, that's a point for effort. Yeah, that's it was one.
0: stylistically different, which is sometimes it was stylistically good.
1: different. It can sometimes be good. <laughs> I admire the leap that was taken. Okay, so that's <laughs> one point. Point two is Spike. Yes yeah um oh sorry that first point shares half of it with the the scene they did a couple of like creative filmmaking things where it's like the one shot where the one you just described it's like a one shot and principal wood is at his desk like doing paperwork and then you see the entire fight like behind in his window behind him yeah it's like out of focus yeah, it's, like, not the point of the episode, but you're... Or, not the... Point of the Not the, the, the
0: quote-unquote point
1: of the shot, yeah. right? Although, it obviously is oh, the yeah, point although, of the shot, but... Yeah. Typically, you would focus on... You know what I mean. Like, yes. typically, you would focus on it, but they didn't, and that's creative. So, they, like, broke a couple of rules, um that you like learn in film school but more importantly they broke my personal rules about what does and doesn't make a good episode and so <laughs> <laughs> and that is why um, so you're gonna have to take an l uh Andrew. yeah i was gonna say this i'm i'm you. holding
0: uh i'm holding 119 episodes of buffy in my hand right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, Andrew, if you if you send me your um, mailing address and your billing address, I will be uh, sending you a, a cardboard L that I'm going to make by I'm hand. Going I'm going to send it to you um, because you have to take this L. Um, and I'm gonna then I'm also going to charge you $10. The-
0: yeah. That's what I was... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, you owe me money because I watched this episode. I watched you wrote
0: this piece <laughs> of garbage. Oh, yeah. Caroline, I can't wait for you to get to the other one because it is genuinely it sickens me the character choices uh, that are made in that episode.
1: Did did Andrew Andrew also wrote this one that you're speaking of? Yes,
0: Andrew. Goodness, I'm coming. And it's for coming.
1: You. It's coming later
0: in the season? Yes. Uh, I would say it's maybe, so there's 20, like, okay, so there's 22 episodes of this season. I would say that this episode is maybe 16. Okay. Maybe 16 or 17. All right. Well, um, around episode, episode 16
1: or 17, y'all will be seeing another very uh, short I can already tell you I'm us. giving
0: that episode, I'm giving that episode a... Do it. Two.
1: No, I thought you were going to say zero. Uh,
0: it was zero. I might be feeling more magnanimous at the time, okay, but I let's really see. hate that episode.
1: All right, well, stay tuned to find out, everybody. Um, we are going to watch the uh, supposed best episode of Season 7 next week. Conversations with Dead People. Conversations with Dead People it's is what we'll be watching next week. It's such a
0: good episode. It's Can't wait. so good. It It won a Hugo. Um... well what do you know it's a Hugo Award is let's see let's see here Hugo Hugo let's see here a Hugo Award is a set of literary awards given annually for the best science fiction or fantasy works of the previous year All right. and so uh, this episode conversations with dead people won a Hugo for TV I think
1: well I can't wait we'll see you then everybody
0: bye good riddance I hate you Andrew
1: bye
0: Goodbye.